Welcome back to the OCD Bunked Podcast. My name is Jenny, and if you are new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Um, I like to try and upload about once a week. I've been gone for a couple of weeks, and I apologize. I actually got COVID, so I've just been sick for the past couple of weeks. And I didn't think that you guys wanted to hear me super mega congested. Um, <laughs> so I decided to wait till that kind of cleared up, and I'm really, really excited. This week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, is the OCD conference up in Denver. Technically, it starts on Friday, but there's some pre-conference stuff going on on Thursday. Um, I'm super excited for this because this is going to be kind of one of my first big events. Participating in the OCD advocacy um kind of scene, if you want to call it that. Um, I've been really working hard towards becoming an advocate for OCD sufferers, patients, and um, I've been starting it with my podcast. I actually started an Instagram. If you heard my one of my previous episodes, I mentioned that I was going to start one of those, so it's just at OCDbunked. Go ahead and follow me and see more updates on there. But um, yeah, I'm really, really excited for this weekend. My therapist is coming out here to Colorado for it, and it's going to be the first time I've seen him in person in nearly two years because when I went to California for my therapy program, um, that was nearly two years ago, and I still keep in touch with him. I still have appointments with him, but they're all virtual, so it's going to be really, really neat to be able to see him in person. He also just got promoted as the newest member of the board of directors of the International OCD Foundation, so really proud of him for that, and um, yeah, I'm really excited. There are going to be some really amazing speakers, some really great events going on up there, um, and it's just going to be a great opportunity to connect with those within the community, to find help and support, and to just really feel like you're not alone because I know that it's hard when we all go our separate ways and go live our own separate lives and just get into the routine of the everyday and, you know, just normal life stuff. It's easy to forget that you're not the only one going through this and oftentimes it feels like you're so alone and I feel like OCD is so isolating in that way that it Because it's the doubting disorder, it makes you doubt that others are going through this, and it makes you feel like you're the only one. And I know I went through a period um, after I came home from um, my therapy program, I went through a pretty big period of time where my OCD actually latched onto fears of me thinking that I didn't have OCD and that I was just making it up for attention and that actually in my head, because my biggest end fear is that I'm a liar and so, um, well, it's a lot more than that, but in my mind, I had deceived people and so that in turn made me a liar and um, so I would just do all these compulsions to kind of reassure myself that I do indeed have OCD And it was just really, really tiring and really um, degrading. 
And it was, <laughs> it was interesting to realize that the doubting disorder was making me doubt that I had a doubting disorder. Um, so it was pretty ironic. Um, but it was really helpful to hear that somebody in my support group actually had the same exact thing. And once I kind of stopped and really looked at it from a perspective of not what I'm feeling in the moment, but kind of <clears throat> what am I going through right now? Why am I feeling these certain things? Not what am I feeling, but why? And kind of seeing cause and effect. I could very definitely say that that indeed was OCD, um, the OCD making me think I didn't have OCD. <laughs> and so um, it's interesting to see how new obsessions can pop up, but the fact that ERP is the way that it is, um, once you take a step back and kind of um, detach, disattach, I don't know, once you step back and um, remove yourself from the situation of being like actively super anxious and um, compulsing, you can kind of tell a pattern, even if it's completely different obsessions, you can tell a pattern where, okay, this, this, and this are all OCD, even though they're vastly different because they have the same underlying themes of like <clears throat> doubting, rumination, checking, um, reassurance, uh, urgency, all of these, all of these, um, similar characteristics that really help you figure out whether something is OCD or maybe it's genuinely not. Um, so anyways, yeah, I just got way off topic, but I will be up in Denver this weekend. I'm really, really excited for all the talks. I'm volunteering on Friday, but then I get to just spend the rest of the conference enjoying, um, listening to the talks and yeah, I'm really excited to meet some of you guys. I'm really excited to learn a lot of new things. And um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, what else? I don't really have a huge topic for today. Um, kind of just wanted to update you on what's going on within the OCD community, which is obviously the huge conference and... Um, Besides that, because I know that I started this podcast out as, you know, debunking the myths of OCD and kind of bringing awareness to the disorder and normalizing just talking about it, I guess, um, which is something that's really hard for me because this podcast in and of itself is a huge exposure for me because there are so many people who don't know that I have OCD. In fact, there are very few people who know, and now that I started this podcast, um, a few more of my friends know slowly, and it's actually been received a lot better than I anticipated, which is really, really nice. I was really worried about how they would react and, you know, whether they would treat me differently once they knew I had OCD, and it's actually been quite the opposite experience, so that's been really nice, but I think that one thing that really hit me actually happened today at work and it really hit me to show that normalizing like the talk of yes I have OCD I need help or yes I have 
insert whatever mental health struggle here, I need help, should be something that's okay to talk about and you shouldn't feel ashamed. And I say this to myself first because this happened to me today where I had been planning to go to the conference for a long time. I had it on the work schedule that I would be out um, this Thursday and Friday, but I didn't tell anybody why except for just one of my friends at work who knows about my OCD. And today it kind of came up about, because I just said I'm going up to Denver, which isn't super weird anyways, because I only live about an hour from Denver. But, you know, my friends or my coworkers asked me why I'm going and, you know, they were just curious. And so I told them I'm going for a conference and I was so scared to tell them why I was going because I've sat there at work for months now and heard them bash people who struggle with mental health and people who try to help those who struggle with mental health and so I knew that it wouldn't be received well by them so when they asked why I'm going up I just said that I'm going to a conference and I was kind of hoping well very muchly hoping in the back of my mind that they wouldn't ask me what conference etc because I knew that they would only have negative things to say. And so, um, yeah, they ended up asking me what conference, and I said, oh, it's a conference held by the International OCD Foundation. And they were like, the what? And so I repeated myself, you know, it's for International OCD Foundation. I'm volunteering up there. And they kind of just chuckled, and one of them was like, oh, you really got, um, how did he even say it? He was basically like, oh, you were really drawn to do that, or what, I don't even know. He was making this dumb joke about like, oh, yeah, because that's totally something that somebody would want to go to type of thing. And they all just started chuckling. And it just really makes me sad because if I had guts, I would tell them, like, no, I am somebody who suffers with OCD, and I'm somebody who not only suffers with it, but somebody who has overcome it and continues to overcome it every day, and I'm going to help other people like me who are struggling, and I'm really sorry that you don't feel like other people's struggles are... I don't want to say valid. I guess valid. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. But I've heard them over and over again minimize mental health struggles. Like the other day they were talking about one lady that we used to work with and they were saying how, oh, but one of her children had, you know, some special needs. And they were like, oh, yeah. Um, they were kind of trying to figure out what her son struggled with and one of them said yeah he had down syndrome or something like that and the other one was like oh no he had schizophrenia and then they were all like oh man that's way worse and and like oh I don't even want to broach that subject because that's just way out there dude if somebody has schizophrenia it's not because they woke up one day and were like you know what sounds fun today schizophrenia I'm gonna just make my life a living hell. Like, the way these people put it, even one of them was saying how, you know, one of his daughter's friends is in high school right now. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do, and she kind of wants to go into psychiatry or psychology. Um, 
And right away, he was like, oh, and that's when I knew I shouldn't trust her. There's no more talking to her. And it's like, I get it. There are people out there who are kind of a little wacky. (laughs) There are people that are wacky in any career field, right? And I think that some people are really wary because all they've seen of that mental health field is people who are kind of out there or, you know, like, I don't know. So I, I understand where they're coming from in a sense, but also I'm a computer programmer. Is this, is this coworker of mine going to say that it is a better lifestyle to sit in front of a computer all day and, um, write code than it is to go out and try to help people and give of yourself to help people have a better life and recover mentally and basically gain their life back. Um, because yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong in having a career in wanting to help people. In fact, I think that's quite honorable. And Although there are good and bad ways to go about it, obviously, I don't think that you should shut somebody down right away when you hear that that's the field they're going into because it might be a genuine reason like, hey, they struggled with this in the past, but they've overcome it and they really want to help as many people as they can. And that's that's what makes a great therapist. That's what makes a great advocate. That's what makes a great person within the, that field because they've gone through it so they can explain it in ways that somebody who hasn't gone through it cannot. And so, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, I've been kind of just rambling, but that really just got under my skin because it's just really hurtful that I was so scared to say anything because I knew what the reaction was going to be before I even opened my mouth and before they even asked. And so I wanted to avoid the subject at all costs. And so personally, I, I should be more brave and more okay to say, yes, this is what I'm struggling with and I'm trying to help others who are struggling with it as well because then it would help further awareness and everything like that. And I hope that one day I get to that point. Um, <laughs> right now, this podcast is already kind of pushing my comfort zone, but that's a good thing. So yeah, if I can slowly help bring awareness to not only the OCD community, but just the community at large, where it's kind of more, um, people have, they're a little bit more, not polite about it, but they're just a little bit more understanding, maybe that's the good way to say it, where you don't shoot somebody down right away when you hear that they struggle with mental health, and you know, there are people who say they struggle with mental health because they want attention. Like I mentioned before, there are people who struggle with mental health because of their lifestyle, because they literally put themselves in that position. But there are people who struggle, who are trying the best they can and doing everything they can to get better. And they don't know that help is out there because they're so scared of these people always shutting them down that they're not going to open their mouth and ask for help. And that is just heartbreaking to me. So, yeah, one day hopefully I'll get brave and I'll kind of tell that coworker that, yeah, I, I do struggle with mental health and if you want to make fun of me, that's fine, but at the end of the day, I'm working towards bettering myself and I don't really care what you say. <laughs> but that's probably, like, 
never going to happen because I already have social anxiety as it is and Conflict and I do not get along and yeah. <laughs> so that's about it. I'm just really, really excited for the conference this weekend. <laughs> that's all. But anyways, yeah, so I started an Instagram like I mentioned. Please go on there, give it a like, um, follow, and if you have any podcast recommendations, please feel free to message me or comment on one of my posts or anything like that. I'd love to hear from you guys as to what content you guys want to see because I know that this podcast is as much for you as it is for me, if not more. And so I I want this podcast to be informative to those who don't really know what OCD is or maybe they're just starting their recovery journey, so they're trying to learn as much as they can. But I also want it to be for those who have been on recovery journey for a little while and don't need to hear all of the education behind OCD. Like, you know when, you know when you're in elementary school and it's the first few days of school and you go to PE class, which is usually one of the most fun classes, at least for me it was, and the first day or two of PE are, you know, going to be the most boring days ever because you have to sit through and watch the teacher talk about all of the safety rules and all of this blah, 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 blah. I don't want this podcast to be like that for those who have been on the recovery journey for a little while. I want it to be a place where we can talk about recovery journeys and inspiration for continuing on that journey, not just the textbook, this is what OCD is, this is what it looks like, blah, 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 which those things are good, but I want it to be much more than that, and I want it to be interactive, and I want to have guests on this podcast. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing that I failed to mention, which was one of the most exciting things, is my therapist, Chris Tronson, he's coming out for the conference, like I already mentioned, and I'm hoping to have him as a guest on the podcast really, really soon. We're not sure if it's going to work out when he's here this weekend in Colorado because it's been super busy, but um, hopefully really soon we'll get him on here. And he has an amazing story. If you haven't heard it, um, he did the keynote at one of the conferences before, and he's going to be one of the speakers at the conference this weekend. And he just has an amazing journey and a lot of helpful advice and he's just a really funny guy and and yeah um personally I know that there are certain people who think that therapists should be the people that you go to where you can cry and tell them everything that you're struggling with and they can basically tell you it's okay life goes on you're fine you don't need to change anything and kind of reassure you and For certain people, that might be what they need. Like, maybe they genuinely struggle with, like, self-confidence to a point where everything they're doing is fine, except for they have such negative self-talk that they need to just realize that they're okay. (laughs) Um, But I think that some people go into therapy thinking that they're going to just ask their therapist, like, this is what I'm struggling with, bam, bam, bam and fix me and then the therapist is going to be like oh no you're fine all these things you're struggling with don't worry about that because even though you're living this super unhealthy lifestyle and doing all these things to trigger your anxiety you you are totally fine you don't need to change anything and then all fairies and rainbows no um so i believe that most effective therapists the best therapist has tough love where they can 
be supportive in the moments where they need to be supportive, but they can also push you outside of your comfort zone so you grow your comfort zone and so you grow as a person. And Chris is someone like that, and I really value him for that. In fact, um, (laughs) when I went to California, he used to push me really hard because he knew that I had it in me to do my exposures and to overcome a lot of the struggles that I was facing. And so I used to call him Dr. Torture because (laughs) that's basically what it was. I would go in every day and I knew that it was going to be awful. I knew that it was going to be terrifying, but I knew that after it was done, it was just going to help me grow so much and help me recover so much. So yeah, look for a podcast with him in the near future. And I hope to be here either at the end of this week. I might drop two podcasts this week. I'm not really sure yet, or hopefully next week. And thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to give it a like, give it a share, and I'll talk to you guys on the next one.